Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Good morning, Madeline Palmer filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 5th of July. To New South Wales first, where thousands more have been told to flee their homes in the dark of the night as the drenching continues across the state. Daniel Osborne from the SES says their focus remains around Sydney as rivers continue to rise, with nearly 100 flood rescues carried out overnight. Both the ADF and Victorian Emergency Services have been called in after yet another busy night. So overnight... uh SES crews have received 707 requests for assistance and some 97 flood rescues that have been attended to. Uh, We've also overnight issued a further 22 uh, evacuation orders and a further two evacuation warnings. It's the fourth time in 18 months parts of Sydney are facing yet another major flooding event. Here's Windsor resident Scott Hinks speaking about the impact on his community. We're past the dress rehearsals now. This is this is a, a live event that we're all living through and it, it wears you down. It, it wears down the, the, the rank and file of the, the community. It, it wears down the, the shop owners. It, it just it really takes its toll, this type of event on you. That audio thanks to 10. Meanwhile, a three-person tugboat crew have been hailed unsung heroes after battling swells of up to nine metres to stabilise a large ship off the coast of Sydney yesterday afternoon. The 169-metre Portland Bay bulk carrier lost power around seven in the morning, with the 21-member crew winched to safety due to the wild weather. The tugboat managed to hold the ship in place while two anchors were dropped into the water to hold the vessel in place. To breaking news out of the US now, at least six people have been killed and more than 30 injured in a shooting in Chicago. Witnesses claim shots were fired into the crowd at a 4th of July parade in the suburb of Highland Park. Take a listen to when the terrifying moment unfolded. The suspect is yet to be arrested. Australia's Defence Minister claims we face significant challenges with China as the Albanese government tries to rebuild ties. It comes after NATO officially declared China as a threat to the world's largest security and military alliance. Acting Prime Minister Richard Miles has told the ABC it's something we haven't seen before. We've been really clear that we do see that there are going to be ongoing challenges in our relationship with China because China is seeking to shape the world around it in a way that we've not seen before and that does raise considerable challenges for Australia and we're not going to resolve from them. And the family budget could take another hit today with interest rates set to be on the rise again as the Reserve Bank meets for its monthly meeting. Economists are predicting a jump of 25 to even 50 basis points. We'll hear how this could affect you in the business and finance news shortly. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. Anastasia Palaszczuk is vowing to make Queensland's government the most transparent in the country 
following a scathing review into the culture and accountability of the state's public sector. As local reporter Lachlan Itter reports, it comes as her government's popularity takes a hit. Morning, Maddie. The state government says it will set up a task force to implement the 14 recommendations from the Coldrake Review, which found cultural issues within Queensland's public service. As part of the changes, Cabinet documents will now be released after 30 days instead of 30 years, while three lobbyists who worked on the election campaign won't be able to lobby for the remainder of this term. It comes as a YouGov poll shows a drop in Labor's primary vote with a hung parliament predicted if a state election were to be held today. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk says there's only one poll that matters, that's on election day, as she vows to make Queensland a benchmark for the rest of the country. This will make Queensland the most uh, transparent government in the nation. We want to get it right. The task force will report to Cabinet in September. To WA now and tragedy has struck in Perth's north after a toddler was hit while playing on the driveway of an apartment complex. Our reporter in Perth, Emma Griffiths, has more. Yeah, that's right, Maddie. A three-year-old boy remains in Perth Children's Hospital with serious injuries after being hit by an SUV in Inaloo in Perth's north. It happened on the driveway of an apartment complex on Windell Street at around 3.45 on Sunday afternoon with a number of witnesses at the scene. He suffered serious injuries and was taken to hospital. It's understood he remains there in an induced coma. Police are now appealing for dash cam and mobile footage, Maddie, as they try to piece together exactly what happened. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. And Effie, as I mentioned before, it's RBA Day, so as banks continue to offer better deals for new customers, it now pays to take the art of negotiation seriously. Yeah, it certainly does, Maddie. And yeah, these cheap deals have gone. It's interesting to note that in the last 12 months up to May this year, data that just came out shows almost 386,000 homeowners refinance externally and 235,000 homeowners actually financed internally. Now, both of those numbers are up quite a bit. Uh, And as you point out, yes, uh, the rates are tipped to go up again when the RBA meets today, likely around uh, 0.5%. Now, that will be the third raise in three straight months. Now, if rates do go up by that amount, it means someone with a $500,000 mortgage would have seen their repayments jumped up by a massive $351 per month since this started. Now, we know fixed rates have been going up for some time, but variable rates are continuing to fall. Only last week, the Commonwealth Bank cut its lowest variable rate by 0.15%. ME Bank also cut theirs, Macquarie, and ANZ did something similar in May. But there's a catch here, Maddie, and that is it's only reserved for new customers. So refinancing to a lower rate may now be your best way to ease this pain. So if you can tick off a few of these boxes, that is your debt is well below the value of your house. You've got a good or excellent credit score. You're on a variable rate. It makes it easy if you're an employee who's been with your company, say, for at least six months. Uh, Your serviceability is strong and your property is not in a high-density location. You're actually in a very good position to negotiate. It's best to start with your existing lender and if they don't come to the party, then be prepared to take your business elsewhere. Some great tips there, Effie. Thank you. And look, one way to curb the cost of living is to tap into your service provider offers. Tell us a little bit more about this, Effie. Yeah, look, we all have these bills to pay and often we don't realise that 
some of them do offer some benefits back. So might as well, you might as well tap into that. And NAB research shows that two out of five of us are cutting back on treats. One in three have scaled back travel plans. One in five households have cancelled outsourcing services like lawn mowing or home cleaning. Now, you can claw some of this cash back with these service providers. So I'll give you an example. Over 18 million mobile phone Australian-wide run through the Telstra network. And uh, so that means there's a plenty of us that are eligible for Telstra's Consumer Reward Program. It costs nothing to join. You earn 10 points for every uh, $1 of eligible spend. And that includes paying off your, your regular bill. So points can add up quite easily. And you can redeem these on a number of merchandise and even things like discounted movie tickets. Now, health funds. For example, HCS, they give its members 7% off hotel accommodation and 5% off JB Hi-Fi gift cards. Uh, motoring memberships offer plenty of perks. For example, in Victoria, if you're a member with the RACV, you can drive away with 30% of savings on movie tickets, 7% off gift cards, including freedom furniture, and up to 50% off at OPSM. So it's all about getting more or less. It's just a case of checking your bills and seeing what perks are up for grabs. That's great. And look, those movie ticket offers will be handy, especially in this wet weather where we are in Sydney. So thanks so much for that, Effie. Yeah, we've got to go all see Thor. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. Three Aussies in action at Wimbledon overnight, including Nick Kyrgios. But how many made it into the quarterfinals? Good morning, Maddie. We've got two through. Uh, Nick Kyrgios, let's start with him. The show was back on centre court as he beat Brandon Nakashima in five sets, admitted he was flat in the first set and actually tanked the fourth to get through to the fifth where he managed to make it through to the quarterfinals. For the first time since his Wimbledon debut way back in 2014, we remember he upset Rafael Nadal through to making it into the last eight. Now, he was thinking that he would face Alex Dimonor in the quarterfinals, uh, who was two sets to love up against Christian Garin from uh, Chile. But unfortunately, Alex Dimonor lost last night and Kyrgios told Nine that's a shame. I was really excited to play Dimonor, to be, to be honest. You know, he's been flying the Aussie flag for so long. And I came on court with when he was two sets to love up, so I was actually expecting to play him. We do have an Aussie into the women's quarterfinals. Isla Tomjanovic making it into the last eight for the second year in a row. And look, Brett, moving on to AFL, we have a great that's made a big call about Collingwood's premiership chances this year. Yeah, former Saints skipper Nick Rewalt has made the huge call that Collingwood could win the premiership this year. The Magpies have won six in a row. There's no doubt they're one of the form teams in the competition and they're just a game outside the top four. Remarkable effort from Craig McRae in his first season as coach and Rewalt told Fox Footy he believes they are genuine contenders. The more and more I see of the Pies, the more and more I think that they are in contention to win it this year. They, I mean, there's not a there's not a weakness within their game. Big. Yeah, I think, they, I think they can win it. And in some good news for the Magpies, arguably their most important player, Darcy Moore, hyperextended his knee, was very nasty against the Suns on the weekend. He's been cleared of major damage, is a chance to face the Kangaroos this weekend. Ouch, that sounds like it must have hurt. And look, we're moving on to NRL lastly. Uh, and the NRL has admitted the refs made a crucial error in the Dragons' win over the Raiders. 
Yeah, and Canberra coach Ricky Stewart was not happy about this. This was toward, well, right at the death of the game. Uh, ben Hunt was penalised, but uh, given a six again, the Raiders were, rather than a penalty in front of the sticks, and they could have sent it to Golden Point to extra time. The NRL says that he should have been penalised or even sin-binned. Triple M's Benji Marshall says that the Raiders did have a reason to feel upset. I think he breaks early, and he's cheating with his body to the side at marker and gets an opportunity to get out where he probably doesn't. And if he doesn't, he, he denied the guy an opportunity to pass the ball. So I think he's offside. It won't change the result, though. Thanks so much, Brett. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Maddie. And forget COVID. Our Florida county is quarantining after the discovery of a giant African land snail. Yep, you heard that right. The invasive species can grow up to eight inches long and pose a health risk to humans as they carry a parasite which can cause meningitis. But this isn't the same type of lockdown we saw during the pandemic. It just prevents residents from moving plants or soil in or out of the quarantine area. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. And you can also find the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the listener app for free. I'm Madeline Palmer. Thanks for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.